Real quick, before we start, if you like what you hear and you're not following the podcast, make sure you hit that follow button. It helps the podcast grow, and that means we can change more lives of people just like you. Let's get into today's episode. What is going on, my fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives, Make Money on the Trainer podcast. I'm joined by my best friend who's really cool, who just kicked some ass in his next last boxing fight. What's up, dog? What's up, G? How are you? Good. This is the first time we've been on a podcast since your boxing match. Update the audience. It is literally the best feeling in the entire world. So for everybody who does not know, I had my first amateur boxing match last Friday, and it went fucking great. I'm not going to lie. All right. There was some things that were a little bit messy, and it was actually funny. Like, we were talking about it, and everybody was kind of in panic mode watching me the third round. And then we re-watched the fight B. We actually filmed a video on it. I'm super excited for everybody to see. Daniel's not excited to edit it because he fucked up and didn't direct us properly, which is going to be funny. But uh, like we did a lot better than we thought we did in every fucking corner, every aspect. I feel very good. I'm very proud of myself right now. It's lit. I'm not surprised. I knew Cole was going to win. In fact, I knew Cole was going to win so much so that I got Bro. t-shirts printed that said De Silva 1-0 and there was eight of them. And as soon as it was ruthless, it was like I like came out of the ring. I can barely fucking breathe because like the adrenaline dump fucking hit me hard, like hit me like a fucking truck, guys. If you go look at the post where I uh, just made on my Instagram. I'm like hugging Julia and my eyes are like barely open because like the adrenaline dump hit me like a fucking train. And everybody's at the side of the ring and Brian and them are all holding up shirts to say De Silva 1-0. Keep in mind, we're in their home gym after <laughs> I just beat one of their athletes. And Brian's like, yeah, he already printed these shirts off. Oh, it was ruthless. It was dope. It was awesome. What a vibe. What a vibe. Yeah. Yep. All right, guys. So we're going to do our best to get through everyone today. So do us a favor. Ask us your questions so we can fucking serve. Taylor Hanson, straight to the point. What's up, G? Yo, what's going on, guys? Hope you guys are doing good. It's feeling like Christmas. It feels like Christmas, you know, where you get that, like, Christmas spirit and you got the lights up and everything. I feel like she's eating cookies all the time, but I'm not. <laughs> I don't think I have a question. I wish I did, but I don't think that I do. I just wanted to jump on and say thanks so much. Super excited to meet you guys. You guys have helped me change my life. I hit 24,000 this last month, 24-ish thousand September. And since then, it's been, like, 12 to 18. And between those two months, my goal is to do another two months where I'm 10k or over so that'll be six months straight which has been fucking game changing so yeah my girl and I are now looking to like travel around Canada for a bit and buy our second home and just level up and it's really yeah. a matter of just fucking being in this group and being in you guys' presence so thanks so much for everything you've done fucking rights bro good fucking start to the podcast that uh, makes yeah. my whole fucking day right there that's lit that's I can't wait to see you soon dude you excited for the master mastermind Absolutely. I'm terrified because I know I'm going to get chewed up, but I'm so excited to level up, dude. So I'm pumped. It's going to be dope. Yeah. Cool. Thanks so much, guys. Fuck yes. Good start to the podcast. I love that. What's up, Pedro? What's up? Congrats on on the win, Paul. Thank you, G. Yes, sir. So my question is about like, so I heard Brian saying one time about like New Year's challenge that people will pay you on New Year's. So like, should we run a paid challenge or a free challenge or like, should I promote it right now? Should I not promote it right now? That's my question. Go ahead, Cole. Should you write a paid challenge or a free challenge? I got it. You're I got Pedro? it. Don't do a fucking free challenge for New Year's. No, absolutely not. This is when people are going to be paying you money. So doing a free challenge for New Year's, not the move. If you're going to be doing a free challenge, do a free challenge in December leading up until like I would do it. If you're going to do a free challenge, 14-day challenge, I would start it within the next seven days. Alley-oop it. Alley-oop the shit out of it. This is what Janelle does. And you could call it like a... I fit over the holidays, like get fit while eating your favorite foods kind of thing. So that's mm-hmm. like, that's the, that's the angle. And then you want to take deposits for January 1st start date. So do not do a free challenge on January 1st. It is the worst possible move because this is when people are going to be paying you money. 
Exactly. Right? And what I mean by an alley-oop, Pedro, is plan out the dates. Okay, this is what Janelle would do, everybody. And so if you uh, have never heard her say this, start doing this. Whenever you're thinking about challenges, okay, you want to think about the next thing. So obviously, if we look at the calendar right now, right, if you wanted to do a 14-day challenge, that would take you to December 13th. All right, my suggestion would be do a 14-day challenge starting the 10th, because that would bring you to the 23rd. It would alley-oop them into the holidays, but you could sell them right before Christmas, telling them that they could start January 1st with your current prices before the pricing goes up. Does that make sense, everyone? Yeah. So it's like you're getting them in a free challenge. You're giving them a shitload of value. Then you are letting them know that your prices are going to be going up. But if they secure it now at the end of the challenge, you can then alley-oop them into the new year. Deal? Yeah. So yeah, makes sense. Thank you. But I just ran a challenge like at the beginning of November. Should I run another one like right now or yes. like another one right now? Yes. All right. Bet. Thank you. You're the man. We see you. Yes, sir. Hello, Michael, Mr. Newborn Father. Well, I guess you're not a newborn father. You're a father of a newborn. Hello, Mike, with a nice beard. What's going on, man? How are you doing, bro? I'm doing amazing, man. Well, I haven't seen Cole in a while. So good fight, Cole. Thanks, bro. The last time I came on here, Brian, I was telling you that my goal was at $5,000 before 2024. And I was last Wednesday, I was like 4,500. So over Black Friday, I sold a shit ton of clients. And my monthly right now is $5,600. Boom. And I like, I've never made this much money in my life. How's that feel? It feels, it feels amazing. So obviously the goal is just to maintain this. Hopefully I, I'm going to recur that in December and then I'm coming for 10 K. Bro. I also just want to give Mike credit because not only did Mike just hit $5,600, but he also did it. And he literally like him and his family just had a newborn baby. So for everybody so on this I, podcast I, that doesn't, you know, that has like, Oh, I don't have the time and I'm too busy. Mike is a perfect example of why that's not true. Yep. It wasn't 5,600. I don't know if I, maybe I said that wrong. 7,600, I mean, not 56, 76. Oh, shit. What the fuck? Only a $2,000 difference. No big deal. <laughs> so so $7,600. So I still have another, I know I have another phone call tomorrow. So if I can get $8,000 before when? December 1st, that's... When? I said when. We, we don't say the word if here. I correct that shit instantly right away. When you get fucking another $2,000, bro. When? Yeah. And the last time I came on here, Brian told me to ask you, Cole, to tell me about your gas, your gas attendant that you sold. Oh, yeah. So I'll break that down <laughs> for you guys right now. That's actually super funny. So um, guys, I literally, when I was fitness coaching in Calgary, me and Brian were savages. Like, that's not a fucking joke. You guys think we're savages when you tell you guys to sell? You have no idea. And what we mean by that is every single individual that I would speak to, whether it was on the street or on my Instagram, I would sell it in my program, period. All right. And it would be like a simple conversation. I get to the gas station. It was uh, the gas station on my street right off of 17th Ave in Calgary, Alberta. And we were just talking every day. I'd walk in and get the same energy drinks. So the one day he just happened to ask me, he's like, you just get these all day. Eh? I'm like, yeah, brother, my pre-workout. He's like, oh, you're going to the gym. As soon as he asked me about the gym, I was like, yeah, dude, like I go to the gym every single day. Like we train right here. I'm like, this is good life. This is my, my home gym. I'm like, what about you, big dog? You go to the gym. I'm like, you're looking decent. And I just joke around instantly. And then I make, I like bust a couple jokes. You guys know this is what I fucking tell you to do all the time. He started joking around with me and I was like, bro, no, I'm serious. Like, let's get you in shape and let's have a conversation about your goals. And then I just literally sold it right there in, in person, Mike. Someone even came in and fucking had to buy something. And I just stood to the side and waited. And then they bought their fucking <laughs> coffee. And then I just took a step back and I was like, no, nah, bro, we just had a conversation about his goals. And I sold him in the gas station, handed him my phone so he could pay the link right then and there. And bam, 
He was fucking signed up on a 12 week program. Nice. All right, man. It's like any time that you guys can joke around about the gym, like, bro, you looking good, dog. Like, I feel like we could get you a little bigger. Like you joke around and play with that humor a little bit and you'll be able to sell anybody you want, period. Well, the reason why I'm ask, I asked you that is the last time I came on podcast, I was talking to Brian. I'm still in the hospital. And I told Brian, I want to sign at least one nurse while I'm here. So I said, I'm going to do a 14 day challenge just for the hospital, not for my media, just for here. I like that. I just printed off a poster saying like 14 fitness challenge, a couple of transformation pictures. I'm going to hopefully get a 14 day challenge next week. Hopefully. <laughs> Paste it up on the wall while you're fucking there. I like that. Hopefully. Yeah. What does hopefully mean? You're going to. I'm, I'm going to do it. Now, my yeah. question is, my poster start date is next Monday. I just, like, I went home the last couple of days. I'm here now. I don't know, like, is it too late to have, like, the 14-day challenge end on Christmas Eve? If I start at, like, not this Monday, the next Monday? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you, you don't want anything, like, anything approaching Christmas. That's why it's, like, you want to start at ASAP. So, like, Monday would be the goal. So, you have three days to fill it. All right. And go. All right, man. Thanks, guys. Good, good shit, bro. Congratulations on your success. I'm proud of you. Thanks. What's up, Sammy? Hello. Can you guys hear me okay? It's pretty loud in here. We're good. You're coming yeah, your headphones are okay, great. Sweet. Oh, thank you. Okay, so kind of similar to everyone else who's kind of come up on this call, it's more so an update rather than a question, but I quit my job this month, my retail job, my very last day was Black Friday, which was this past Friday. And obviously kind of incrementally gaining more success in my business the last couple of months. And as of today, I officially hit $10,000 a month in my business. I'm so excited about so and I've got two sales calls, one today and one tomorrow. So it could, sorry, it will be probably like a $13,000 month. And that's all I wanted to say. So thank you for pushing me to quit my job and like show me what's possible with this stuff because it feels really, really good. Everybody unmute yourself. Everybody unmute yourself. Everybody unmute yourself. And say, let's fucking go, Sammy! Fucking awesome. That's what's up. That makes me super happy. Yeah, so I don't have a question. I just wanted to update you guys and let you know that I hit 10K. That's fucking lit. 10K Sammy. There she is. She's here. Yeah. You remember when you came up on pod chats? This was like fucking four months ago. And you were like, I want to be like Bray. And now you are that fucking person. Yep. And we're sitting beside each other right now. <laughs> That's pretty cool. So cool. That's super cool. Fist bump over the yeah. camera and then and then fist bump each other in person because that's fucking a vibe. Hmm. That's yeah. sick. Thank you, guys. <laughs> that's so fucking cool. I'm so proud of you. Good shit. And let that be an inspo to everybody on this fucking call. Literally, Sammy has just been showing up consistently in the fucking group. You guys, have you follow the podcast. You've probably heard her on the podcast before, ask questions, and now here she is, $10,000 for all. It's just cool shit. Good shit. I love that. Love it. What's up, Sammy? Sammy and Sammy. Is that me, Sammy? That's you, Sammy. Yep. Okay. Before when you said Sammy, I was like, oh, shit. Is that me? So first, I just want to be like, woohoo, I finally made it on Podchats because I'm so glad the time zone changed a little bit because it like works better for us. I was like, sick. Anyway, so my question is, it's to do with kind of like my business structure. So I am a physiotherapist, like outside of being an online coach and I coach women like more body transformation, confidence, relationship with food. Mm. But, and I mean, I feel like that's nearly every coach does that kind of thing. And I kind of am like torn and just am like, am I like wasting an opportunity to have a niche and to go somewhere specialty with my physio side of things? And am I kind of going to regret it later on not doing that? 
And then I'm like, if I do some physio sort of stuff in my content, is that just muddying the water? Because then that's not targeting who I'm currently coaching. So I feel really like torn between, am I doing what I should be doing or should I do something else? And yeah, I would just like some business, like some um, recommendations or what do you guys think about that? Like, am I being silly, just sticking with kind of female transformations? Should I be doing physio? If I do both, is it just muddying the water? What do you guys think? I want to talk about one of our clients, Haley Vera, because our client Haley Vera is like a hormone specialist. She's like a wizard with hormones. That's her like thing. And when she just does hormone related content and that's all she does, her income doesn't go up because like, if we think about, let's think about like a thousand people out of a thousand people, like how many of those people, like what percentage of those people, if they have a fitness issue, what percent of those of those people do you think would recognize that they have a a weight issue versus like, I need a physio issue. Yeah. Tiny. Yeah. So it's like this, usually it's always a weight issue always. Right. Yeah. And also that doesn't mean that you can't share your expertise when it comes to, you know, physio as well. Yes. I'll give you guys a perfect example. I know how to get coaches to a hundred thousand dollars a month. That's like, we've helped 14 coaches do it. You yes. guys see me talking about that on my social media though. The reason I don't talk about it on my social media is because I know that the majority of online coaches need to get their business started. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so I would say 80 to 90% of my content is like how to start your business, how to work on sales calls, how to lead gen, et cetera, et cetera. And then I'll sprinkle in some like, oh, by the way, like I got a client that's making 100K and this is what we're doing, right? But it's like the majority of it is talking to coaches getting started because I'm, I want to speak to like the majority niche. Cole, go ahead. I was going to say, and to mix this in, to make it a little bit relatable for you, Sammy, to paint that picture based off of what Brian just said, what I want you to do is let's pick a subject in your physio content that you would like to create and then dumb it down and dissect it in a way that everybody can understand. Make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So like that uh, when it comes down to your physiotherapy, what do you specialize in primarily? Like what is the, what is the goal? Well, I'm a musculoskeletal physio and then also I'm doing my PhD in like exercise prescription. So kind of exercise, injury rehab. And okay, injury what's prevention. one of the main injuries that you always see? Oh, niggly shoulders. Okay. We'll say niggly shoulders because it's usually lack of strength and stability in your shoulder. There we go. So that's why you, that's why I said, dumb it down. Lack of strength. That's why yeah. I was like, nah, like give it to me a little bit more, dissect it more. So now we go lack of strength, lack of stability, breakdown. What does that mean? How does that translate? Listen, if you're sick of not being able to lift the plates up to the top shelf in your kitchen, pay attention. So it's like, it's, we break it down so small. You're technically still utilizing your physio brain and you're targeting individuals with problems and their stability and their training but it's very simplified so everybody can dissect it and you can still draw in clients based off of what Brian was saying. Does this make sense? Yes, that You're does. using your brain, but yeah. we're dissecting it as much as we can to be able to join the conversation in everybody's head because the, the bigger net we can cast based off of our niche, the better, but it, yeah. we still need to be talking to our niche. Feel me? Yes, that actually helps so much because yeah. yeah, that's what I was worried about. And when I've done physio-related content, it's just like meh, whatever. Well, it's because not, even when you talk I'm to me, like, I'm, I'm, I don't consider myself a stupid person, but what you all just said made me feel like a stupid person. So I was like, that's why I was like, you got to dumb it down. Bray's like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. So it's like, you got to make sure that individuals understand because like we all have expertise in different areas and all of you guys are incredibly knowledgeable. But if you just start talking out of your textbook, a lot of people are going to turn off right away. Feel me? Yes. Yeah, Brian, you're yeah. I'm going to give you one more piece of advice that will help you when you want to make physio related content. All right. Yes. All right. Yes. So when you're trying to make physio related content, don't market the solution, market the symptom. Mm. Okay. I'm going to give you an example. So 
let's say that, uh, tell me one of the things that you like, one of the problems that you can help, help solve. Okay. How about people who get knee pain when they squat? Okay. So like, and so, it's usually because of weak glutes. Yeah. So weak glutes, that right. That's like, that's the solution is weak glutes, right? If you have weak glutes, like what's going to happen. So instead of doing that, like if your knees in pain, every single time you bend over, listen up. So we want to okay. market the symptom, not market the solution because people don't understand the solution, but they understand the system. If your lower back is in pain, every time you go to sit down in a chair, it's likely that your posture isn't working. Here's how to fix it. Yep. So and we, be super specific about it. Yes. We want to market the symptom that they will be experiencing and then give them the solution. Gotcha. That helps so much. And yeah, that actually just feels really good to know that like how I can do it. And I'm not, it's not just this or this. It's mm. this. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So the biggest piece of advice I'm going to give every personal trainer that like is listening to this right now is like, you need to pay your bills. Okay. And so like paying your bills means that you need to market to the majority. So like, if you can market to the majority, which is like more people are going to need to lose body fat than they will need to like fix their knee injury. So if you market to the majority, you'll make more money. You'll be able to pay your bills, pay your mortgage. And then you can do the physio stuff because you enjoy doing it. But having that be your primary marketing strategy wouldn't be the move, especially if I was just getting started. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. That that's so helpful. And also stoked about that question before about the doing a challenge. Now I'm doing a challenge starting on Monday, and then that was my plan to Good. do that. I'm like, yes, doing something Boom. right. Boom. Good shit. You're Thanks in the right so place, much, guys. You're welcome. Ooh, Thanks thank for coming you. up from Australia. I love it. What up, Zah? What's up? How are you? You already know. Great day of life. So the 14 day challenge went great. So that's one. I asked you that question. Actually, the Academy gave me so much advice on how to run that challenge and running it through Thanksgiving instead. It went crazy. So my question is, I'm 1.8K from my goal with two days left. I've been sending messages like crazy because last week I had four days where I didn't do my best. And I just want to recover from the fact that I didn't do my best. And I know I can get it. I'm just trying not to hyper-focus on who I can get it from and just doing the work. So just any advice just to close in these next two days because I got to hit my goal. It has to happen. What's your goal? Goal is 5K. Okay. How many clients do you have paying you recurring right now? Right now, recurring, I think it's eight. Okay. And you got some paid in fulls as well? I got a lot of paid in full. That's the problem. <laughs> okay. So here's what I would do. This is the easiest way to make more money. By the way, guys, if you're raising your hand late, we might not get to you because there's a lot of people. So if you raise your hand late, I might not get to you. I just want to give you a heads up. Last person I know for sure that we're going to get to is Miranda. If you raise your hand, I will try. Hello. I'll try, Martin, but I just want to just let you know. Got to show up on time. Easiest way to collect money as an online trainer, if you want to close on the month, is renewals from your current clients. So if you want to collect a little bit of cash at the end of the month, let's say you like you want to pay your bills, you want to hit a record, whatever it is, make a list of all your clients. And then you want to figure out when their renewal date is. And so anybody that has a renewal date that's paid in full in the next eight weeks, I would send them a message that looks something like, yo, za, exclamation mark, happy Monday. Hope you're having the best day ever. I, I don't know if you'd be interested, but we just did a Cyber Monday deal where we're offering 40% off program extensions so I could help you absolutely 30%, 40%, whatever program extensions so I can help you absolutely smash your X goal in the next few months in 2024 period. Want me to send you the details, question mark? So anybody that's up for renewal, you're literally sending them a message be like, hey, Zah, exclamation mark, hope you're having the best day ever. I don't know if you're interested, dot, 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 but we just did a big Cyber Monday sale where we're offering 30% off all program extensions. And I'm super confident we can help you get to X goal, period. Interested, question mark? And they'd be like, yeah, sure. Like, what does it look like? You can do, you can sell this over DM. That's the best yep. part. So they're like, yeah, interested. You're like, okay, great, exclamation mark. Like, so what it would be like, typically speaking. So then how much is your program per month? 500. 
So like, typically speaking, you know, working with me for three months is 1500. But if you decide to renew today and extend your program, I'll give you three extra months on your program. And it's only going to be 999 period. You up for that question mark? That's a good one. I'm and then they're going to be like, yeah, I'm up for that. And be like, fucking hell yes, girl. Let's fucking, I'm going to change your life. Send the payment. Like, <laughs> yeah, I got three people. I could do that too, as well. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> so let's go fucking, let's go finish out the month strong then. Absolutely. Thank you. You're very welcome. I hope you have the best day of your entire life. Easy. Easy, he says. Easy. I just fucking nodded my head the whole time. That's literally the easiest thing. The only other thing that I will say here, and I want you to just think about this next time's on everybody else, is whenever you're thinking about payments instantly, it's, again, renewals, upgrades, and follow-ups. A lot of you guys will spend fucking, you'll send thousands of DMs, and then you'll never follow up with anybody. Fucking go, go back to your fucking page and start following up with people you talked to a year and a half ago that have never took action. Like, Don't look at new leads. Look at people you've already spoken to. It would change the game for you. You know, it's funny, Cole, mm. because I tell everyone our tricks on podcasts. Whenever I'm in the DMs with somebody, they're like, I heard this on a podcast once. Yeah, I know. It's fucking, I'm like, we, we tell everybody. Like, I know what you're doing right now. I'm like, and you're still in this conversation. And I'm like, yeah, and dope. You're fucking joint. All right. <laughs> What's up? And then we'll help you change your life and you'll do the same thing. And they're like, oh, okay, sounds good. All right. I got Christmas colors in my office for a fucking reason, dog. I actually love the Christmas colors. I'm very jealous. As I'm soon as I heard of Christmas, I was like, give me my fucking lights, Daniel. I'm putting green and red up in this motherfucker right now. Me too, bro. Hell yes. Joseph, what up? What's going on, guys? I feel like I got all of my questions answered just by Cole going off right now. So that was like, that was pretty legit. Um, but I, I kind of wanted to go over this. Like, I made 1700 on Black Friday and I'm super proud of myself. And the thing for me right now is like, I am sending more DMs. So I'm doing more lead gen and I'm sending more DMs, but I don't really find myself tracking it. Like how big of an issue do you think this is it? This can be like in the long run. Should I get the hang of that now, start tracking it or just kind of continue with what I'm doing? Cause I know I'm doing more than what I used to. And, yeah. and I got like two calls booked today. So those are like wins. And I don't know. I just want your opinion on what I'm thinking. I love that. And I want to give you a basic rule because I want to make this super simple for everyone in the academy because I feel like no matter what we say next, everyone in the academy is going to listen. Yeah. Track the number of DMs that you send. You don't have to track the specific usernames. Okay. Because I think that when you guys start getting like, I'm going to track every username that I send a message to, that's where it starts to get overwhelming. But Cole has a 10 before 10 morning routine, which he's going to talk about in a second. But you need to track the number of DMs that you send and make that a non-negotiable. Apparently, I'm talking about the 10 before 10 a.m. morning routine. That's fucking funny. All right, so to come down to this, when it comes down to the 10 before 10 a.m. morning routine, what I would suggest you do is set a timer for 20 to 30 minutes. Joseph, keep it very simple. You just said, how do you track it, uh, Kelly? It's very simple, guys. All right? You send it a DM. You fucking write it down on a piece of paper. Or you send it a DM, and then you fucking send out your 10 to 20 to 30 or whatever you have as your baseline. Pick it beforehand, by the way. Don't just randomize it every single day because then you guys won't have an actual fucking structure to it, but then go back and count them. The way I look at it is no shift, no task is done until you actually mark off every step of that task. For myself, whenever I sent out DMs, part of the task was tracking the number on a piece of paper. That's how I did it back in the day. And then I would transfer it to my Google document afterwards because I found going from tab to tab to tab of my computer or going from phone tab to another phone tab to another phone tab distracted me. So I literally put a notepad in front of me. I'd pull up my fucking phone. I'd start banging out DMs and I would literally just mark it down. All right. And then eventually when I got better and quicker at it, that's how I started tracking usernames. But you're not at that level yet. Don't fucking worry about it. Just get the fucking DMs out and be intentional with every DM you send. Deal? Yeah, deal. That makes a lot of sense because I was just like trying to figure out like, okay, do I track this or not? I kind of wanted to also ask one more thing really fast about like getting on sales calls because I get on the sales calls and I feel confident with like the whole pitch and I, you know, implement, I import their 
struggles into the solution of like of my program. But for some reason, when it comes to the objection, I kind of feel like I get, I don't know, I just need some advice. Like what are some actionable things that I can do to overcome that? Aside from role playing, I do go on role plays, but is there anything else that I can do? What do you mean aside from role plays? Yeah, I guess that's the only answer, right? (laughs) Wait, wait. Well, that's like being like, how can I lose weight aside from fucking aside from cardio and dieting, except for working out, right, dude? It's just getting it's, it's, it's I'm not. I'm, I just want to let you know I'm not shaming you at all. It's like oftentimes we as people, everybody does this, including myself. We're like, what's the best way to do this that isn't the way that I definitely know how to do this, right? The best way is like repetition to the point that it's fucking boring. You know, it's like how do you get better at squatting? You fucking squat until you're really good at it, mm-hmm. right? So it's like you are doing the right thing. You just need to do it more. Like me and Cole have talked about this before, Joseph. We're like, dude, when Cole and I wanted to get good at sales, if we had like five sales calls in the day, like I would call him before my sales calls. And I'm like, okay, I'm really struggling with the wife objection. So I'm going to pitch and I want you to give me the wife objection. I'm going to practice overcoming it. And I wouldn't even go through the whole call, Joseph. I'd be like, I need to practice the wife objection. So I'm going to pitch you and I want you to give me the wife objection and I'm going to practice overcoming it. And then I would just role play the specific part of the objection that I need to overcome. So that's step number one, practical. Step number two, practical. Because every time you guys are done a sales call, sit down with yourself for two to three minutes and ask yourself this question. If I could do that call again, what would I have done differently? Because we all know, right? Like, you know, when you're going through a call, Joseph, and you like, you say something, you're like, oh, I shouldn't have fucking said that, right? Mm. And then, but most of the time, we don't actually reflect on the call. So we don't actually correct it. And the next time we do the same fucking thing. So at the end of every call, ask yourself the question, if I could do that call differently, or if I could do that call again, what would I have done differently? And then you do that thing differently. Make sense? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I used to beat myself up over it, but now it's more like, fuck, I need to get better at sales. So like, mm-hmm. what do I need to do? And it's just more practice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. it's not boring yet. So I need to get boring. Thank you. That's right. Got you, bro. Lloyd Elliott, what up? What's up? What's up, guys? Congrats on the fight again, Cole. Thank you, Great brother. Do you know what my favorite thing about I just wanted to say? We're seeing that, that Brian was in the corner. I thought that was sick. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you guys how to do content, but you got to play on that because that's most of the other uh, mentors out there. They're like, you know, they're a little bit snaky, weasley kind of guys. You two are actually going to war together. That's sick. always, yeah, every stage, every <laughs> fucking event, everything, bro. I appreciate that. I'm glad that you saw yeah, that. It was Brother, cool. Yeah. yeah. So I've had a, uh, like, this month's been okay in that I've hit like 12K. So, like, that's great. But it's come from only my recurring and my renewals. So I know that my uh, like program-wise, coaching-wise, things are going good. But despite that, I'm not, I, ask, I, I put a thing out to my clients asking for referrals. And, and I didn't get anything back like from anyone. And I've not really had, I've never got many referrals. And I can't quite understand why. It's because like, they're obviously, like some of these guys have been in like, since I started like two and a half, three years. So yeah. And I've seen a lot of things recently with people saying how like you need referrals in your business and how referrals will, you know, alone can blow things up. So I don't know where I'm going wrong with it. So this is the thing. First off, don't let individuals words get into your head. And what I mean by that is like, everybody always says that renewals are the fucking thing that is amazing and you do need them. And it's dope. And I agree. Like I I ran my business, my section of fitness coaching when we were with AEN at the end with just referrals and renewals. But that's because I was just really good at building culture, dude. Like that, guys, the Wolves thing started in AEN. We started a fucking Christmas challenge. I wanted to make my clients feel fucking vicious compared to all the other teams because we all had a separate team. 
So I started calling my clients Cole's Wolves. So the culture internalized in the wolves den that I created in AEN was just next level. Like everybody was fucking howling in their chat and like going off and dropping wolf emojis. The thing is, is when it comes to renewals, there's two things that are going to get people to fucking give you referrals. Sorry, not renewals. And that is results. Okay. Like if I'm a client of yours and I got drastic fucking results, I'm never going to fucking leave you. I'm going to bring everybody to you or community because they're like, I fucking hate my current friend group. I love being with you and your fucking clients. Let me bring my friends along with the journey. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. The only thing is, I just, I do feel like that's there. Like, well, and, and like all the guys of are staying, I don't know, maybe I, I get a feel that they're like, they don't want to share it. Like, this is their thing they do. So, so I'm, I'm going to add to that. So first things first, no matter how good your culture is, it can always get better. Oh, so I, just wanna, I, want, I want you to go into your group and ask yourself the question, how can I make my culture better? Because who here loves Pete's Dom? Drop some fucking fire in the chat if you love Pete's Dom. I like to say that we've got the best culture in the game, but Cole and I are still fucking being like, how can we make this better? How can we improve the always. culture? Improve the culture? How can we improve the culture? How can we make it better, et cetera? So no matter how good it is, it can always get better. That's the mindset. And that's a Kobe mindset, right? That's like, like, I'm always getting better mindset. That being said, if you do believe, honestly, that your culture is good and you're still not getting referrals, then I think there's two things that can lead to more referrals and that's reminders and incentives. Yeah. So like you ask your clients for it once, why don't you ask for it once a month? You ask, you might've asked your clients in a live stream. Why don't you put it at the end of their check-ins, right? Like you ask your clients at the end of your check-ins, why don't you send it out over a trainerized message? Hey, Lloyd, hope you're having the best day ever. I just want to remind you of our current referral program. If you refer a friend to join Lloyd's gang, whatever the fuck your business name is, and they join, not only am I going to change their life, but you also get your next month for free. So if you know of any friends or family that would like to join and want to get their lives changed for January 1st, um, start a group chat with me and them. If they join the program, I'll give you your next month for free. So reminders and incentives, like there's got to be something in it for them. Like that's what we have at the Academy. If you have a friend that wants to join the Academy and you start a group chat with me and they join, I give you your next month for free. So there's like a heavy incentive for you to refer. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Reminders and incentives. I'll write that down there. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. And um, yeah, that's wicked. And then just... Um, I know a few other people have asked it as well about a challenge. You would just so thinking like strategy going like to finish the year, you would with the latest you'd do a challenge be this Monday. Yeah. So if you're going to do a challenge, I would do it this Monday. Have you watched my training called marketing for the holidays yet? Was that the live one you did in the group? Yeah. Yeah, I did watch it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the marketing strategy. If you're going to do a challenge and you want to do a challenge, do one starting next Monday. But that's the marketing strategy. If you use that marketing strategy over the next 30 days, you'll be successful. If you want to add some juice to it and you want to do a challenge, I would start it next Monday. Mm -hmm. Okay, sweet. Yeah, cool. Bet King, I see you. Congratulations on $12,000. Nice one. Thank you. I just want to touch on that right quick too, because I know there's going to be one of you guys that listen to this either on the replay or live or whatever that are like, you know what? Like, I think that I can run one through the holidays. Just fucking don't. Okay, please. Like, I promise you, if you try to run it through Christmas Eve to New Year's, no one's going to fucking do it. People are going to fucking drop off the horse. They're not going to engage in your challenge. And then you're going to come to the academy and be like, what the fuck did I do wrong? And we're going to be like, you didn't do the what the fuck we told you. We literally have been helping trainers for the last four and a half years. I'm just going to put it out there right now because I know that one of you guys are thinking about it. Well, I'm like busy this next month. Don't care. Do it. If you're going to do a challenge, launch it on Monday, please. And let's just not go down that path. Okay. We're putting out that feeler right now. And Kenny's laughing because he's seen me bitch out someone in the past because of that stuff. I'm like, let's just make sure it doesn't happen. Okay. Let's get it going. Brady, what up? What's up? So my question is kind of a, like a coaching related question, I guess. So we've talked a lot about like 
Christmas, we're so busy, everybody's mm. so busy. And I feel like I've been having a lot of clients not, they're not stopping paying yet, but they're falling off. So they're not tracking anymore. They're not doing their workouts. And I've had a lot of trouble in the past with my nutrition, with my people. So right now I do macro coaching and most of my people are general population. So I've thought a lot about switching to meal plans or something like that, just because obviously macros are hard. So for a lot of people and potentially not necessary. So at least in my opinion. So I guess my question is, do you think I should do more education on macros and why it matters or switch kind of the business concept altogether and go more towards meal plans, like a healthy lifestyle diet. I mean, obviously you don't know my business, but what would your opinion be? I guess. I don't know your business, but I do know fitness. And I'll tell you my yeah. perspective as a fitness coach. All right. And I'll keep mine short and sweet. And then Cole will go to yeah, yeah. So I believe like, I believe in macro coaching myself. Cause I fucking, I'm like, I don't want to have to eat a specific meal plan every single day. So like, I personally know my macros, I calculate my macros and I fucking fix my shit, but I'm also a busy motherfucker. And so if I didn't understand macros and I hired a coach and I was like, get me fit. And he's like, cool, calculate your macros. And I was busy. I'd be like, fuck you. That's why I paid you. Right. So I think we got to understand where the prospects are at. I know for a fact, macro coaching is more effective as a long-term fat loss strategy, hundred percent, because you're able to fit it into your lifestyle. But a lot of clients don't understand that. And so I would recommend as a fitness coach to start people out on meal plans no matter what. And then that helps with their compliance. It helps them get momentum and then let them know if you're interested, I can teach you how to calculate your macros. But if you just want me to keep doing your meal plans, I'll do your meal plans. That would be my recommendation. So like meal plans and then educate people how to do swaps. Because if you teach people like you give them a swap sheet, you're like, hey, I'm going to make you a meal plan. And if you fucking hate ground beef, then you can sub it out for chicken thigh or you can sub it up for salmon, or you can sub it up for steak, right? You teach them that. Now you, like, it's less hands-on for you. They're going to be more compliant. It's less work for you long-term. Make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it's all contextual, bro. Like everything across the board, right? It, it depends on how your clients are acting. It depends on what they asked for. If you have a bunch of individuals just dropping off and you've given them every single answer and every single solution, then crack down and give them some tough love. There's no reason why anybody should be dropping off right now. It's not even fucking December yet. Yeah. So like to call them out because if you guys started dropping off based off of the holidays and being like, oh, I'm stressed out. Like it's the holidays. I'd be like, no, it's 30 days away from the holidays. Like this is ridiculous. So it's, it's all contextual. Use your intuition. All right. You know what to do. You're kind of asking for permission. You're a good coach. So just be like, this is what we're doing. And then once you pick a path for your clients, stick to it because they will flock to your fucking guidance and like confidence you feel me yeah for sure good thank you have you watched my training the marketing selling and delivering for the holidays yet yeah yeah i watched it i'm gonna probably well, go watch it again because i you guys have talked about some stuff that i don't remember i would say so the christmas yeah. sprint is something that i recommend you do brady and the okay. positioning that you use is like a lot of fucking people fall off track during the holidays and they gain 5 10 15 pounds and then they start january 1st and then they just have to literally undo the damage that they did in fucking december so let's just not do that here. And to not do that, I'm also going to incentivize you guys with this really cool prize package that I'm going to give away on Christmas Eve. And that was something, I mean, I'll go watch the live again, but that was something you were suggesting to do with your current clients Correct. or add incentive for yep. new clients? Current clients. And then you get your current clients to share it on their social media, hashtag Christmas Sprint. And then you can share that on your stories. And then your current clients will also be sharing stuff on their stories and be like, what the fuck's this? So yeah. it's like, it can be utilized to get more clients, but like, the base premise is that most people fall off track during the holidays because they eat like shit and decide that holidays is the time to take time off. Am I right or wrong? It's like 95% yeah. of society. So we want to address that mindset with our clients and be like, the truth is 95% of people fall off track during the holidays and they gain a bunch of weight. But we don't do that here at fucking Muscles Malone Fitness. All right. That's not what we do. We're elite as fuck. 
So here we're going to stay on track and I'm going to pay you guys to stay on track. Here's how it's going to work. Great. Thank you. You're welcome, brother. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. What up, Marcy? Hi, how's it going? You already know, best day of my fucking life. How are you? I'm doing really good, thank you. Much better than I was a week ago. So I'm. thank you so much for really encouraging me to change the conversation in my head. November has been my best month so far. And my Facebook group has grown by over 25 people in the last week. Nice. So the Christmas sprint that you're talking about, the 14-day challenge that Janelle and Josh just hosted for us. Mm-hmm. I asked Janelle in there about, since I had such a small group of clients, would it be better to run this in my Facebook community and get everybody involved? And she had said, yes. So I've been getting everybody, you know, kind of hyped up in my Facebook group to start this on Monday or sorry, um, this Friday, like the 24 day sprint. So is there any tips that you have? Because I'll have my members and my non-members all in the one group together, kind of doing this. Focus on your members. So like, so the only reason you're going to do it in the public group, and this is, I'm going to answer your question very specifically. This might not make sense in the podcast, but if you're in the academy, you'll get what I'm fucking talking about. The only reason that you do it in the public group instead of doing it in a private setting is because you want to create FOMO with the people that aren't in your program. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. That's the only reason you do it in the public group. That being said, you want to really encourage your clients to post in that group. And then you need to celebrate the fuck out of them when they post. Yes. And make sure that they are all posting and like hashtag Christmas sprint so that everybody in the group knows what it is. So that if I'm not in the Christmas sprint, I'm like, what's the Christmas sprint, right? So like you want to create fear of missing out. So my advice to you would be like, even though you're doing it in the public group, focus on your current clients. Mm -hmm. Okay. Would you potentially recommend doing something like a five gals post towards the end of the sprint to try and get new people to sign on then, I guess? Yes and no. It's going to happen organically. Yeah. question who here renewed in the academy because they saw a picture of somebody else renewing in the academy or like you might have saw the post go up right it happens organically see i did exactly so like let it happen organically okay people are gonna see the christmas sprint happening they're be like what the fuck's this instead what i would do my marketing strategy for that group for the next 30 days is i'd be celebrating women that are losing weight and transforming their life throughout the holidays got you get it yeah. Posting before so I'm going to be sharing about a whole bunch of successes that my current clients are having. And I'm sharing that in the, the yes. group with everybody so that everybody's getting FOMO. Yes. Right. Awesome. I love it. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Okay. Just so you're up to date. Cool. Me and Marcy had a really good talk about our mindset last week. We broke through some limiting beliefs. It was a good time. I had a good cry. It was good. That makes me happy. I love when girls cry. <laughs> you bastard, bro. That makes me turn happy. on the green in here. I'll just be the green. Right yeah, go ahead. Turn on the green. I'll just make it pure green in here. Fucking Grinch, Grinch vibes. What's going on, King? Vladimir. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. All right. So I think I have a, either an avatar or approach or really how to leverage my other business to this online fitness business. So for the past three years, I've been building a kettlebell brand. I have a kettlebell company. Think of like Rug Fitness, Kettlebell Kings. We yep. sell kettlebells to, to the U.S. gyms, uh, whatever people in their home gyms. I have 
700 customers that have bought a kettlebell off me. I also have 300 customers that have signed up for one of my classes in 10 different cities that I've gone through, which is doing kettlebell classes, you know, brand awareness. So I have all of that. I signed up for the academy two months ago. I kind of didn't want to do anything with any of that. I was like, I'm going to do what these guys are doing. I did it. It worked. I signed my first client, my first uh, monthly, the first month, the second month, I just finished off my 14 day challenge. And then I signed three people, two paid in full, one monthly. So now that I did kind of all of that, I was like, let me get to this 14 day challenge. Let me do it. Now I'm like trying to see how could I, in the first month, I was like, okay, I'm going to switch. I'm going to name my online fitness business, the Blamica Fitness Kettlebell, um, Kettlebell Academy. That's what my business is going to be running. The challenge, most of the people were coming at me because of they know I'm a kettlebell master. I have five kettlebell certifications. People follow me mostly because of that. So most of the people that joined the challenge was because of that. And my avatar right now is I help career-driven men that love sports lose the gut without being miserable in game day. Now I'm trying to see what type of turn I could do to leverage the business that I've grown these past three years. I have a question. Wait, Cole, do you have anything before I go? Is there anything you want to I'm add? I'm looking at his social media first. Go ahead. Okay, I have a question. What are the benefits that kettlebell training gives you? Shit. I mean, there's so many. Endurance, efficiency. You could train at home with one piece of equipment. You don't really have to go to the gym. You get power, endurance, flexibility, mobility, everything with one tool. It's like I help career-driven men lose 20-plus pounds and gain endurance, flexibility, mobility, right? So it's like you have a niche, and I think that you should like tell people what you want to help them solve and then explain the benefits that kettlebell training gives them. Because if you just say like, I help people with kettlebell stuff, they might not understand. But if you can explain the tangible benefits that they're going to get as a result of kettlebell training, like people are going to be a lot more likely to respond. So, and I think that that's that's how you start getting people, right? Because again, like the market in general needs to lose weight. They want to get in better shape and they might not like admit up front that they want to have more endurance and more stamina and more flexibility because most people's pain point is when they look in the mirror they hate the person that they see am i right or wrong it's like i don't like my fucking gut i don't like the way that i look it makes me feel like shit and then also when they're working out they're like i also want to have energy to play with my kids so it's like let's solve their main pain point which is weight loss and then give them other benefits that kettlebell training gives them as our avatar statement does that make sense yeah i think one good one that could be it should become less fragile and you know just be be stronger be stronger and less fragile mm-hmm I love that. Because at the beginning, I didn't want to use the kettlebell and the statement because I felt like that wasn't a, a pain point. But uh, now frame it, framing it this way. I ahead. agree. And what you just said is I agree. You remember, were you here for the conversation that I had with Sammy where I said market the symptom, not the solution? Yeah. That's the same concept, right? Because if you're like, I'm a kettlebell master and like, I'll teach you how to use kettlebells, people might not understand that but they'll understand like, I don't want to be fragile and I want to be more powerful. Does that make sense? Yes. So it's like, I also think that your kettlebell certifications are a fucking flex. So I think you should have that in your bio. Yeah, by time, yeah. I mean, ever since I started this business, I decided to go all in, you know, how am I going to have a kettlebell company and be kind of like a whatever coach though? I've trained even personal trainers to, to, you know, get ready for their certifications, but, um, but yeah. So- Another thing that I'm thinking as well is obviously you can go like through the fragile to fit and everything else, but I think that you'd be missing a massive chunk of business if you didn't target the at home or non-gym market. I'm looking at your social media right now and I'm seeing you do like these workouts with this 
fucking yoked out motherfucker. All right. Rugged fitness lifestyle or whatever. The guy's jacked out of his mind. You guys are working out on a dock in the lake. I'm like, that's a dope video. And you guys don't need a gym for that. That's a fucking complete niche in itself. Not like less time, not having time working out on your own, finding working out at your own pace. That's a good niche in itself. Number two, and I'm just going to say this, and this is specifically for you, because a lot of you guys probably wouldn't have the same structure to go off of, but you obviously know the supplement company first form, correct? Yeah. What I would do if I was you is I would be studying how they market their personal training because a lot of you guys probably don't know the first form has personal training, but they do extremely fucking well. And the thing is that they do is they market their supplements. They create dope videos around their supplements, cool videos, which you can create with your kettlebells, throwing them up in the air, doing dope ass shit. And then they're like, if you want to fucking be able to get fit on the go without a gym, all you need is a fucking heavy kettlebell and you're good to go, bro. And then you market it like that from your business page, you market your personal training. And on your personal training page, you market what you do utilizing at-home fitness, kettlebells, limited equipment, like anywhere, anytime, any place you can get most savage fit possible. You feel me? Yeah, I think that's definitely going to be the end of the statement without having to go to the gym. That's how I had it at the beginning and I kind of switched it around. I, I've been playing with it, but I think that uh, that definitely will work better. Anytime, anyplace, anywhere. Like fucking just super simple, dude. And just like kettlebell in your head. It's only all you need. I like the anytime, yeah. anyplace, anywhere statement. I don't know if I'd say without going to the gym, because what if somebody likes going to the gym? Yeah. Yeah. yeah anytime, anyplace, anywhere is fucking fire. Mm -hmm. Especially your whole page. Do I go to your page in here, though? I'm like, I see fucking one out of 50 videos of you in a gym right now that I'm looking at. What's his Instagram handle? Just so the podcast knows. Where to find uh, it. it is W-L-A-D-I-S-A-L-A-S-305. W so I'm looking at it right now and I'm like 90% of the videos that you're posting right now, dude, are not in the gym, right? The best videos that you have that I'm seeing is you're like outside fucking going for a walk, doing this shit on the beach. All right. Right by the boats, the park. Yeah. Yo, just, yeah. then can you look up the Instagram username, kettlebell weight loss coach? And if it's not taken, fucking take it. Kettlebell weight loss coach. Okay. If that's not taken, take it. Okay. And uh, also on, on the weekends, I have a permit here on Ocean Drive on Miami Beach. We do kettlebells outdoors. Bring a tent, bring the kettlebells out, and I host classes. What do you think would be like kind of like the best approach of I'm pretty much using it as a lead magnet to bring people in and, and you know keep the community. It's together. not taken. Go snatch it right What do you now. think? Sorry, it's not taken. Okay. Let's take it after this. All right. Okay. I love the idea of a lead magnet. My personal opinion, this is how I operate is anybody that comes in person, like you want to fucking build a relationship and then set up a consult. And I would do the consult over the phone because it's just like me personally, I'd rather just like we're online trainers. So let's fucking use the arena that we're fucking good at. You can set up a phone consult, be like, I want to walk through your nutrition and everything like that. Do a full consultation. So go ahead and book in for my calendar. We'll set up a little consultation and we'll go through your fitness goals, et cetera. So you want to, the lead magnet is they come to the actual class and then you set up a phone call to actually go through their actual assessment. Okay. Sounds good. Go take that username because it's fucking fire. Cut about weight loss coach. All right. Bet. Let's get it. Let's get, Let's it, get King. it. I like it. All right. Thank you guys. You're welcome, bro. Kayla, what up? Hi. Hi. How's your day going? Best day of our fucking lives. How about you? That's right. I'm having a good day. So my question, as you know, I'm super new at this still. So what was the very first things that you set up as like not marketing wise for your business, but more the backside of my business is kind of almost more intimidating 
than making like a marketing video. I'm also finding that my marketing videos that I'm doing right now are getting traction, but it's from people that are almost encouraging me to keep going rather than people that are asking me for my help. So I know that I need to switch it up to make sure that they know I can help them and how I can help them, but I'm just kind of lost on how to get there. Sorry, I'm confused on your question. Are you asking us about how to fucking fix your marketing? Or are you asking us what you should be doing on the back end to fucking optimize Both. your business? I guess I have two questions. One question at a time. Ask me specifically for the back end. What's the problem? Okay, well, back end type of things. I don't even know where to start, whether it's, you know, what app to use. How long have you been in the academy? Since June. June. So what do you mean you don't know what app to use? What Like for what? Well, I was told by and a group of friends that are also fitness trainers that if you use iPhone, that using Trainerize now sucks. And so I shouldn't use Trainerize. So I didn't sign up for it. I tried to kind of look up how to use, I think it's Peak or something, which is the sister company to it, which would work better with Android, just in order to make sure that I wasn't being, thank you, stop overthinking things, that I wasn't being like closing myself off to people that only had iPhones. If I okay, was pause for a second, pause for a second. What apps <laughs> have you downloaded that we recommended? Cause you've been here since June. I have trainer eyes right now. Okay. I did set myself up as a company as well as I use that as a client, but I just, I'm worried now because I'm an iPhone user. If I start getting clients that are not iPhone users, is that app still going to be useful for what my clients need? Read what Jaden just said. Doesn't matter. <laughs> That's like, listen, I need you to write this down. Take more messy action. You're overthinking every little step. Like if I've, if Trainerize becomes a problem, address it when it becomes a problem, right? There's so many different apps out there. Yes, there are glitches and Trainerize has dropped the ball recently immensely. I'm going to fucking say that. However, they're also still a great app and they do a lot of great things and they still help a lot of fucking people. At the end of the day, if you have a problem with it, we address the problem when it comes up. We don't try to address it before it even happens in the first place. You feel me? Also, definitely... you have an iPhone, right? Yes. Fuck Android users, okay? It's all good. If they have an Android, <laughs> that's a them problem. That's not a, I'm just totally fucking with you guys. I love all y'all, but you know, I shit on them consistently. It's like, if it doesn't work on their phone, we work through it and we figure it out when it happens. Deal? Yes. All right. Messy action. Mel, I, I know. I came I, I was you earlier. Yeah, messy action. So download Trainerize, lock it in, good to go. What other shit on the back end are you freaking out about right now? Or is it just that you're overthinking the app what you need to utilize? I'm overthinking everything right now. I'm trying to set myself. No, I saw a, that. Yeah, I'm jumping every... in. I'm jumping in now. How many clients have you sold? Mm -hmm. None yet, which is so, the piss off. So you want to know, can I tell you, do I have your permission to be direct? Talk about the account. Oh, oh, as direct as you need. The reason you have any so many fucking clients is you're asking yourself dumbass questions. Yeah. I'm straight up. And fuck your friends that are also trainers. No offense, but you paid us for a reason. And so I'm are they in the academy? No, no, no. My turn. It doesn't matter. It doesn't no. matter. Okay. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. You paid us to be your coaches. So we're going to tell you the truth. Go watch the first fucking videos in the course again. Yes. You've been here since June. I know for a fact you haven't implemented them. And this time, don't watch as a spectator. Watch as a participant. Mm. Meaning, if there's an activity that I ask you to do in that fucking video, go do it. Because if, if you would have done the activities that I told you to do in the videos, I guarantee you would have sold your first client.
Well, oddly enough, I am rewatching the five uh-huh. guys post like just for today because I figured, you know what, there's no better way than to kickstart fucking December with five uh-huh. guys, which five I- women want help, right? I agree. I also think that there's a lot of non-negotiables in there that like you need to watch the sub before you're ready shit because that's yeah. this. <laughs> you're not going to be ready. You have no fucking I'm idea. Never- Okay. I know I'm never going to be ready. Full transparency. Cole and I are hosting an event next week. It's called the Elite Mansion Mastermind. We invited our mastermind students. There's some mastermind students coming. There's some 10K mastermind students coming. We literally threw it together in fucking 24 hours and launched it. We had like had no idea what we were going to do, but we're like, let's make we it. We built out everything yesterday. And like, that's what you guys need to do. Like take fucking messy action. Stop overthinking shit. You'll figure it out as you go, but you'll never figure it out if you question what to do or not, because you're like, should I do this or this? You'll never know because you'll just like sit there contemplating. Like the way that you're going to make progress is you just like, you're like, I'm going to figure this shit the fuck out. And I'm just going to go. You just put your shoes on and you fucking go for a walk. And the best part about you putting your shoes on and go for a walk is you literally have directions. You literally have directions. It's not like you're like wandering out into the wilderness being like, where the fuck am I going? It's like, we've already been there. Right. Just watch the video and you're fucking watch the fucking video and then well, do shit. Well, I did put the Five Guys post up when I started the academy. I was like, I'm so not fucking ready for this. And I did put one up and I got a little bit of traction, but I got, no, well, I'm not going to say no leads. I lost everybody within the DM script. And I know that you guys have revamped a lot of these videos since I started in the academy, pause. which I do appreciate. Pause. I'm pausing this. Pause. I'm pressing pause on this. <laughs> did you fucking do the power base? Yeah, I think I watched no, that No, you did one. not. No, you did not. If you didn't know, if you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, I guarantee you did not. You can't do one five guys post and say that you did things. Uh-uh. Not going to fucking do that. Uh-uh-uh-uh. Do all the <laughs> shit in the fucking videos. Come back to me in seven days and let me know how your business is going. We're going to have this fucking we're talk gonna again. come back. You're going to come back in seven here. days and we're going to have another fucking conversation. Go do the I shit. I hear this is a weekly thing I need to be on. This is a fucking yep. weekly thing. Yes, it is. Do the shit and then come back and let us know once you've done the shit. Non-fucking negotiable. I heard you. All right. <laughs> I'm watching you. <laughs> She's like, fuck. Yo, in the spirit of transparency, <laughs> let's just break it down again. Maybe you guys fucking forgot. All right. We built the entire academy. All right. Market it and sold it in fucking five days, guys. Brian was selling the Academy when we first launched this program before I'd, I had even built it. And guess what? When I was building it, I was did no fucking idea what I was doing at all. We were like, okay, let's use ClickFunnels. You ever used it before? Nope. Okay, yeah, let's figure this shit the fuck out. And we just did it and it worked. And now we have thousands of clients that are seeing results every day. It's messy action always. Build the parachute on the way down once you jump out of the fucking plane. Because let's be real, I'm also going to say this, all right. It's probably funny to some of you guys that are coming to the Elite Mansion Mastermind, hearing me and Brian literally say that we planned it out yesterday. Who here has any doubts that it's going to be fucking amazing? It's going to be the dopest thing ever because we've never let anybody down because we figured the fuck out. Kenny knows. Kenny's come to every fucking thing that we've ever done, whether it was in Australia, here, all around Canada, every call, because we figured the fuck out. Okay. That messy action. That is the only thing I want you looking at. When your friend's like, well, you should overthink this. Y'all love you, but shut the fuck up. I got to take messy action today. All right, get out of my fucking face. That's it. I only take advice from people that I trade places with. Yes. So if your friend gives you advice and you're like, is this guy more successful than Brian and Cole? No, no. Then I'm going to fucking go listen to Brian and Cole. Then I love you, but I'm not listening. And go. it's no disrespect either. It's not like, hey, fuck you. Stop giving me stupid advice. It's like, I thank you for sharing your opinion with me. I'm going to go back to doing what the fuck I was doing before. Have a nice day. Yes. All right. Miranda. Hi, thanks so much for having me. You're welcome. Congratulations on your fight, Cole. Thank you. This past month has been so great. So many breakthroughs and 
more confidence and wins. It's so exciting. But with that, I decided to bite the bullet. I know this sounds so silly, but to work with moms. And I have literally been so resent resistance to this for some reason. I think that it has to do just like with confidence and my self-worth, but I just feel so empowered now, like doing things on my own and doing the single mom thing and mm. just like, you know, growing in my business. So I started doing this thing with my kids where it's like, just, it's called like car chats. And I record our conversations because I honestly think my kids are fucking hilarious and shit. And I started recording them and I get such good feedback on them. And I thought it was a really good way to build relatability with other moms because I talk about like parenting and stuff like that. But I was wondering what the best way to utilize these videos are. So I've been breaking them down and sharing them on my stories because like I'm very like on my stories, I use it as a vlog. I do CTAs and stuff like that, but like I've feel like that's where I use most of my, like, that's where I kind of show who I am, but I feel like there's a better way to maybe utilize them. So I was just like looking for ideas on that. I have an idea. So you're already doing all the content, right? Mm -hmm. like you, it's, yeah. already, it's already done. So yeah. what I would do is let's say that there's something that you're like, one of your kids says that's fucking obnoxious or hilarious or cute or inspirational or whatever, download that specific story and then put it in InShot clip you asking the question and then cut to him answering the question and have that be the video. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. So one thing I was so confused about, I was like, this would make such a good reel, but how I have to film it is I put my phone sideways to get both of us in the camera. Mm. So I'm like, how the fuck do I do that? Because I've got the gross, like black space around it, Yep. but I can just cut it. Yep. yep. So you can, so in, in shot and like, have you guys ever seen the videos where like, it's like a reaction video? And so it'll be like somebody on the street and then it, it cuts and zooms into the person's face and you can see their reaction. So I almost think it's like that, where it's like you're doing the video and then it's like you asking the question, then it cuts to your kid answering the question. And it's like car chats with X, Y, Z, right? Cool. Okay. Yeah. I love it. I'm really excited about that. Cause I think like I've been getting lots of people messaging me and reaching out. And then just one quick question, like, is it okay to sprinkle in like little parenting advice, even though it's not about yes. fitness? I think yeah, of course. A hundred percent. Yes. Share your opinion whenever you can. Yeah. Amanda. I also, okay. I'm just going to say this, like if these are dope talks and you're getting this much feedback on it, I'm just going to throw this out there. Just fucking put it on YouTube. It'd be dope. I feel like people would eat it up, especially anything with fucking mother, daughter or fucking parenting shit in general. It would be sick. People would love it. And you're not, it's no extra work. You just ding. Even you said that my intuition was like, that's a fucking money idea. Right, bro. It's legit. Like that is such a sick idea. Miranda, like, you literally got my fucking content brain running right now. Like, this is where I end up spending way too much fucking money on shit, guys. And this is why I have like a fucking $70,000 office right here. Because I'd go get like two GoPros and set them up with a fucking front seat. Drive. But we can just stick with the phone for now. All right. Have a GoPro. You could do that. And you could literally hit it. <laughs> put it in there too. But like, this is a fucking money idea. And I love it. And just ask questions, joke around, cut it up, put it in there. But 100% preparing advice. Like fucking... Why not? People are going to listen to you. Let's be real. If a mother is looking for a fitness coach and she sees somebody just giving basic fitness advice, and then she sees you talking to your child and giving advice and helping them and talking about fitness, they're going to hire you because you're relatable, period. That's just how it is. Everybody's so obsessed on just giving actionable tips nowadays, but then they lose the human side of themselves and nobody hires them. Yeah, it's been so much fun. And honestly, like I'm a I feel like I'm not a typical mom. Like I'm pretty lean. I like and, it. Like, I just want to watch and be, like, Listen to rap and <laughs> it's kind of funny. So I think it would be super cool. So I'm definitely vibing with this right now and I'm loving it. And I just want to get more creative. I love it. It looks sick. 
I just want to well, say thank you. You're very welcome. Love that. Hello, what up? Let's keep these last three short because you guys showed up late. We're going to answer your questions, but you got to keep them short and sweet. Yo, what's up? Congrats on your fight call. Thank you. All right. I just have a quick question about expanding my networking. Any specific advice? Because everyone I'm trying to follow or, or reach out, they are private. So I don't know how to even send a DM or something. Oh, you want to go first? What do you mean you don't understand how to send a DM? Because when a profile is private, I can't send a, a DM. Move on. Go to someone else. All right. <laughs> That's the easiest advice, bro. That's like going up to a girl at the bar who doesn't want to fucking speak to me. How do I speak to her? You don't. You go to the next one and you ignore the one that's going to punch you in the face. Fair enough. Right? I also will say, how much time do you spend on network expansion per day? Hello. 20 minutes. Okay. So I want you to spend that 20 minutes on creating a fucking bomb ass piece of content that you feel really good about. Agreed. Everybody write this down. Sorry, B. I just wanted to write it down. Content is your best network expander, period. It is. That's it. So like, so I know that you already spent time creating content a lot, which is good. So that extra 20 minutes, if you want to like, cool, expanding, let's do five minutes of network expansion. That's fine. And then that extra 15 minutes, if expanding your network isn't going as well as it as you want it to, those extra 15 minutes, go into your last 12 to 15 to 20 pieces of content, see what performed the best. Ask yourself why you think it performed best. Was it the concept? Was it the place you filmed the video? Was it the thing you were talking about? Was it the hook? And then write another video script that's similar to that one, the one that performed well. If you keep doing that process, you're creating content, you're seeing what worked, you're recreating it, you're seeing what worked, you're recreating it. Eventually, you're going to have video that fucking explodes. And once one explodes and they come to your page, you won't have to worry about sending out bound DMs. You're going to get a lot of inbounds. So let's say one value content exploded. So I, I have to like keep doing the same, like more value content. I don't have to follow like like one yes. day value one day, you know, so what let's I mean? say this, I'm going to give you a very practical, let's give you an example. Let's say that you're like, you do a piece of value content about, you know, why your fat loss is stalled because you don't drink any water, whatever the fuck. Right. So like, if that's a value content that you do and the hook is like, here's why your fat loss is stalled. And then you talk about the concept of drinking water instead of being like, okay, now I only need to talk about drinking water or I only need to talk about like, so a lot of the value content that you could do, and this is what we advise our client Tosh to do is here's why your fat loss is stalled weight training edition and then you teach them something in the gym does that make sense oh oh so yeah, it's like yeah, yeah you like figure out what you think that the reason was that the video went viral and then you make other concepts around that base idea does that make sense it makes sense yeah, yeah yeah cool all right perfect thank you so much all right bro we'll see you soon smart move simone what up Corey? yo yo just uh first off super stoked to be here this is like week one for me on here and um you know i've been listening to the pod chats and like getting a lot of value, implementing it all. And it was just like, you know what? I got to pull this trigger, make it happen. Congrats on the 100K. Congrats on the fight. You guys are like, this is the energy I'm trying to be around. So definitely yeah. feels good to mind for me. Brought in three new clients this weekend. Got two others that gave me deposits. So things are moving, grooving. Two other clients re-signed. So like things are, momentum's happening. It's feeling really good. Started doing like in-person stuff, like for free at the beach, just like to generate some more, some more leads and just also give back to the community. So things are just moving really good and feels really great. Do you have a couple questions on top of that with uh, like, as far as like DMS with like new followers, of course, and like any, like anyone who's interacting, but is there any, anyone else I should be like looking at to reach out for DMS? So my personal advice is like, I really try not to send cold DMS ever. Like that's my rule. And so like, if I'm at a place that I need to start sending cold DMS, that tells me that I need to double down on my content. And like, Guys, at the end of the day, you can be the honey or you can be the bee. And so some business coaches will be like, no matter what, send 100 DMs a day. I would rather you spend, you know, 50% of that time creating a dope ass piece of fucking content 
or researching content that's going viral right now that's like fucking hitting hard so you can find a different way to say it in your own voice. Like that would be a more productive use of your time. But your goal, Corey, would be to get yourself to a place where you're sending 20 warm DMs per day. And my definition of a warm DM would be somebody that's following you, that's on your friends list, that's engaging with your content, that's liking your stories, that's voting on your stories, that's currently following you on Instagram. Be 20 warm DMs a day. And if you don't have enough traction to be able to send 20 warm DMs a day, I'd be spending like a good percentage of your time creating content and studying content. Yep. Cool. I've been on it with my content, getting getting stronger with it. I, I'm realizing some of the things that I need to like really sharpen up is like having a strong hook. I realize like some of the stuff is like, oh, it's cool. Like if you actually watched it, but like people got zero attention span. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> so getting them in there, I think is something for me to really focus on things that helps. And, and then when would you say is like the, the spots will kind of let go of a sale on a call. You mean? Yeah. On a call. Cool. You want to take that? Yeah. I'm always very, very intuitive to how an individual is answering Corey. So like if me and you are having a conversation and I start to hear you like pulling out and you're not answering anymore and you're getting very resistant. Like I'll, if I'm on a call with you, I'll call you out because that's just my personality. If it's not your personality, then lean out. Right. Because my personality is abrasive and I just always leave everything on the table. I don't really fucking believe in being passive aggressive. I'll just ask you like, Corey, what's going on, doc? At the beginning of the call, you were very like into it. You were giving me answers. You've seemed excited. And now it seems like you're not here. Are you currently busy? Do you not want to do this? Or your goal is not important to you? What the hell is going on? And I'll just literally throw it all under the table. However, let's say like, that's not your personality. Then just lean out. Like guys, you are in charge. and Everybody forgets that. If you're on a call with me and I'm like giving one word answers, I'm not leaning into the conversation. I don't seem excited anymore. Then I would literally just tell, you know what, Cole, this doesn't seem like a good fit. You're not very interested in the phone call and you seem disconnected. So no hard feelings. What I'm going to do is I'm going to send you a podcast for you to listen to that'll give you a little bit of value. All right. Good luck with your goals. Goodbye. And I'd hang up the phone. Yep. Right now, again, that's if you can't save it. I would always just ask the question though. If you're on the phone, ask them what's going on. You have them there. You're going to have to work through an objection. That's the whole point. If you're not on the call yet and you're in the DMs, though, it's the same thing. Gauge their engagement, engage how they're answering. They're sending you one word answers and they don't seem interested in the conversation. Lean out, give them a gift. Brian always sends them a podcast. You guys, you could send them an ebook. You could send them your best post with the highest amount of value possible so they can read it and get more value from you, but lean out right away. Okay. Got it. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. I, I feel like I am kind of in that situation where I like, I like to call people out on stuff Good. and you know like that's kind of my personality is like hey like i see that you're saying this one thing all this this whole time like you're super stoked you're super energetic and then like now i dropped the price and then you're now you're just like oh i don't know i don't know i don't know and it's interesting because i had one guy that like he's like oh i was thinking it, was, it would be more like 250 300 a month Plus, like, that's a whole nother conversation you see originally you're like when do i give up on the sale when it comes out of the call well, like if you already pitched the price, this is less of you leaning out to a conversation. It's more of you needing to learn how to handle objections. Does that make sense? That's a two different questions and two different answers, two different things, scenarios. If you're having a conversation and me and Brian are talking, he's resistant, he's not leaning in, he's not engaged. I'm going to lean out of that conversation before I get to the price. If I drop the price and then he set, leans out hard, that means I need to get better at objections and handling it. Feel me? Yeah, I think that's definitely where I need to dial in. I think I need some some time with uh with just like role playing with people. So yes. um, here's the best part about being in the academy. Say me in the chat box if you want to role play with our boy Corey, who's new to the academy. One, there go. let's go, Sean. Two, three, four, four let's people. Do it. Right there. Everybody, yeah. DM Corey right now so he has you guys after the Zoom call. Corey Story, what's your IG? Uh, it's Corey Story. C O R Y S T O R E Y. I like that.
There we go. I like that a lot. Sorry, sorry. That's good. Right, cool, bro. Thanks, Thank you for coming up. We appreciate you. Congratulations on your recent success. Let's keep hey. it. Bro. If you're on this fucking train, this train times six months equals 10K. I promise you that. Great. One other thing I've just remembered, I'm super stoked to listen to the marketing for the holidays is that's going to kind of give me a rundown of like how to create a plan for the new year also. Yep. hundred percent. Perfect. Super yep. stoked for that. Yeah. I, love that. I just wanted to do a quick sidebar. The- we got our uh, manager to send this to us guys. This is our referral sheet that we have up in the gym. I just want to show you how drastically intense we are with our marketing referrals in the gym. Obviously, you guys aren't going to do this, but it literally says one referral, one month free, two referrals, three months free, three referrals, one year free. All right. Now, obviously, you guys aren't going to give a free year of your training. I just wanted to show you guys that poster that we have up in like five different places in our gym to literally show everybody, like bring your fucking members here and we will give you free training at our gym and free memberships to our gym. That's what you guys want to do with your own coaching. Okay. Yeah, I'm really leaning into this, like, give more, give more, give more, give more. Um, yes. And loving how much you guys do that. And like, just the generosity you have, even for people that aren't in the program, like, I was just like, I know I'm gonna get a lot of this. So I'm super stoked. Also listen to the talk, the how to start combos and navigate towards fitness, the DM script with Jason and Edward got a lot of value out of that. So super stoked for everyone in this, in this program. Thank you all. Love it, bro. Love the energy, bro. Keep it up. Last but not least, Tara, you came late, so keep it short and sweet, girl. I wasn't late. I just raised my hand late. <laughs> That's what I meant. Um, Go ahead. I had a lot of questions. I wanted to narrow it down and figure out what direction I wanted to take. But um, so my question today is kind of like client retention related. So I had, I signed, I think, seven girls after my first 14-day challenge. It went great. Yeah. All of them are coming up on renewals at the end of December, early January. All of them have had amazing results, lost anywhere between 15 and 35 pounds. I've changed all of their lives. When I've reached out to them about Black Friday sales and renewing, taking advantage of that sale, they all hit me with mortgage, bills, finances, whatever. So I guess my question is like, how do... I get them to renew if they've had results and they're successful. Like what, what do I do? This is a simple concept of you need to paint the vision and stop talking about the next step in your vision for them. All right. Because you contact them. I've got a deal in my program. It's this amount. You're going to save so much money, blah, 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 blah. But they already saw results. They're happy with what they currently have. So you need Mm -hmm. to paint what they don't have. Okay. And this is what you guys need to do. So it's like when you get to the end of 14 day challenge, Usually what do people do? They get on the phone and they fuck up because they're like, the next part is this and it's only going to be this amount. And this is what my program is about. And they explain their program, but nobody cares. What you need to do is you need to be like, Tara, before you started with me, girl, you were 35 pounds heavier. You looked like this. We lost a bunch of weight and that's super great. But what's the next step for me? This is what I see for you based off of your first questionnaire that you painted for me. You said you wanted to build up your fucking legs. You wanted to do X, Y, Z. We've lost the weight now, but we don't have the muscle to actually build the body that you dreamed of. What do you feel like you would be like if in six months you looked like this? I make it all about them. Exactly, Paige. I'm painting them. I'm painting their vision. I'm asking them about their vision. This is also why you guys should have a vision question in your check-in or at least in your questionnaire at the very beginning, no matter what. I'm always asking about the next thing. Dope. You guys hit 5k. That's great. You want to build a business at 10k. Then we need to learn how to maintain 5k, then get you the 10k mastermind. After you're in the 10k mastermind, you build the system, the dynamics to scale more. You want to fucking build a team. That's the million dollar mastermind. There's always a next level. And we are painting the next vision because there's always more you could do. I agree. I want to prevent this problem from happening in the future. And I also want to let you know that you can still sign these people for January 1st. So the way that you're going to hit these girls up and make sure they stay signed for January 1st is you want to get them thinking about their new year's goals. What's your goals for new year's? 
like, love it. What's your goals for New Year's? And then when they go off on their own, like we're going to hit them up January 1st, be like, hey, I just thought about you. We're doing this XYZ thing, et cetera. So this is still savable, by the way. So don't, like, don't be like, all these girls are gone. It's like, uh-uh, it's not over till it's well, over. Well, that's what I was hoping. That's why I came here today. <laughs> yeah, it's not over till it's over. So stay on their fucking radar. Keep okay. giving them value, over-deliver. And like, also like, when do their programs end? Pretty soon? Yeah, it's like all of them are either last week of December or first week of January. Okay, so like in their check-ins, they've got check-ins, right? You can start planning mm-hmm. this. What are your goals for the next six months? Okay. And that should be in all of your guys' check-ins. What are your goals for the next three months? What are your goals for the next six months? Okay. At least, once, at least once a fucking month, ask that question in your check-ins. Why? Okay. Because what Cole just said, you want to paint the vision. I was going to say, you could do a vision board party, B. I think that'd be cool too. If you guys did that with your clients, like December 1st, right at the beginning mm-hmm. of December, fucking did a live stream, hosted it, taught them how to create a vision. And then started asking people what their body goals were, their wealth goals, their health goals, everything they wanted to achieve for the new year. They're literally telling you all the things they need help with in that fucking vision when they post it in your Facebook group. There you also, go. Who, I love who, that. Who here thinks we should do a vision board party for the Academy? Why not? Let's do there that. We go. Let's do that. So get them thinking like about idea. what they're going to be doing for new years. And then also like, did you have some clients that renewed for January? None of them took my sale for Black Friday now. Mm, that's Okay. That's okay. They're because- all month to month, which I love. That's, I prefer to have month to month. I, yeah. that's just what I prefer for my business. So I do have a few of them that are currently on my roster that were pissed and some I think might renew, some may not. So I love that. So first of all, if they're all month to month, you're just going to assume that they're going to continue. Like I never like ask my month to months, like, are you going to continue? Nope. I assume, like, I'm just like, I'm just going to assume that you're going to continue. When they're month to month, it's like the subscription's over when you say it's over. Okay. It's not like that. I think it's like that in the contract example you guys give us. Mine's not like that. So I would change um, that. I, usually, I would change yours for yeah. sure. Okay. Yeah. What I usually do is get them on a call when they're like two weeks away from their contract ending and like reiterate their goals, the progress they've made with me, what they're still currently struggling with, what the next goals are. And I've never had an issue resigning. It's always been easy. Most of the time I get a text saying, Hey, I want to continue. I know my contract's almost up. So for me to have these people saying like, no, I'm not continuing all of a sudden. Can, is can I, can I give you my advice? Yeah. yeah. So the best way to prevent this problem from happening is to set the tone as soon as somebody joins your program. So every new client that you sign, this is the new process moving forward. If you want to continue making money. So you sign them up. Like, okay, cool. So your goal, you've got, you want to lose 20 pounds. So we're going to start out with 16 week transformation program. It's minimum 16 week long commitment. Although most of my best clients end up sticking with me for one to two years. So in the next 16 weeks, what we're going to focus on is X, Y, Z, Z, Y. And then at the end of 16 weeks, it just continues on a month to month basis. And all I need is 30 days cancellation notice after that. Is that fair? So that's part of the sales process. Then on the onboarding process, you get them to sign an agreement. Let's say it's, it's a minimum 16 week commitment and it continues on month to month after that. Okay. Throughout the program, you're constantly asking them about their next goals, their three month goals or six month goals, et cetera. And you just create the expectation that it's a minimum 16 week long commitment and it can rolls on month to month after that. Yes. Okay. From the second you sign them up to the onboarding process, to the check-ins. Okay. So how does that work then? Like if I were to throw a sale, like I had one, a girl that's been with me for almost two years, took advantage of the birthday sale that I did. And so now her new contract, when the last one ended, wrote it up for that sale price. How would that work if I do the continues on until you cancel? We do the same thing. You literally would just literally fucking discount her Stripe investment or her uh, what's called recurring payment like that. Okay. I also like do not give discounts on recurring payments, by the way. Like yeah, as an example, somebody's paying you $300 a month. Like if you sign up for Black Friday, I'll give you $250 a month. What you want to do is if you're going to do a discount, like let's say they're paying $300 a month, Sarah, like, okay, cool. I'll give you the next six months for $1,500 instead of $1,800. Is that fair? 
Oh, so on the PIF only. Yeah, yes. fuck, don't do recurring, you fucking crazy. Yes. If you want, okay, you can so- pay less money than you're paying me right now, and you keep paying me on the monthly. Fuck that. Forever. Discount. We're collecting that cash up front. Okay. I only have one of those like that right now, so no more That's of okay. that. Never again. Never yeah, again. the reason why we want to do Stripe investments and like a recurring payment is because not only does it become easy on the client, because they don't need to think about it anymore, they can just focus on their goals and focus on their life, but it's easy on you because now you get to just focus on serving them because we know that the investments are coming in and we're good to go, All right. Now, yeah. obviously, we check them on a weekly and monthly basis, so you guys are staying up with your accounting. But like, let's say you go on a vacation or you get sick one day. Now you don't need to worry about fucking figuring out all this shit because it's on a recurring basis and it's good to go. You feel me? Yeah, for sure. So with kind of piggyback off my like reoccurring question, I did launch a paid Facebook group today, this morning for my current client. I've been trying to focus on my free group. And so I decided with the reoccurring issue, I should go ahead and do that. So I did set that up. I did watch the training for, I think, Shao or Shay, somebody tagged me in. And then I'm going to do live trainings once a week. Any recommendations? for the paid group to help get those reoccurrings to continue. Anything go, watch, I should be- go watch my holiday training and do the Christmas sprint that I recommend. Okay. It's on my to-do list. Oh, cool. Um, can somebody tag uh, Tara Sullivan in the holiday training, please? Somebody in the Academy? Marcy, I see you're pulling out. I literally just saw Kenny fucking shake his shoulders out like he's about to do a fucking race or some shit, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you just see this. So Tara, I would recommend watching the whole training because it's fire. I'm just saying I'm pretty smart. But if you just want to watch the Christmas stuff, you would scroll like about 20 minutes in and you'll get to the Christmas sprint for the client only community. Okay, cool. I will do that. Thank you, guys. You're very welcome. I hope you have the best day of your entire life since the day that you were born. (laughs) Thank you, you too. All right, guys. Cole, where do they find you, bro? Wake Up The Wolf podcast or Cole Lewis to solve on everything, including YouTube, which is the primary. Go ahead. What about you? And this is a shameless plug. Follow me on fucking YouTube, right? Brian Mark and the Change Eyes Make Money on the Trainer podcast. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully you got some value. If you did and you want to learn more about how me and my team can help you scale your online fitness business to $10,000 a month, DM me 10K on Instagram at TheRealBrianMark for more information. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help you grow an online coaching business.